Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Be Fearless podcast. Today I bring you an amazing guest. Um, but before we jump into that, hey you guys, if you're watching live, let us know. If you're watching a replay, make sure you hit that comment and say hashtag reply. And also, um, hold on one second. And also, uh, make sure that you subscribe and follow the podcast for more content to go. Uh, our guest today, she is an amazing woman. I'm so happy to have her here with us. Um, she has dedicated over 17 years of work to the Jewish community. She's currently the co-chair of the Florida Women's Funding Alliance Steering Committee and is a member of the Women's Chamber of Commerce of Palm Beach County in Florida. She's an expert on the importance of investing in women and how it benefits the community, families, business, and society as a whole. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the one and only Jennifer Krishka. Right? Yes. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Yes. Thank you. That was a fun intro. <laughs> I try always to make it fun, right? I mean, like, I, I, I don't, I think that makes it uh, more fun, like entertaining to the audience and to the listeners uh, when, when they go into the episodes, like, you know, just to have that energy because hello, it's Monday, right? Yes. <laughs> we oh need them. <laughs> we need that boost of energy. <laughs> um, so Jennifer, for the audience, the people that doesn't know you, who is Jennifer Krishka and who was she growing up? <laughs> oh, it's such a big question. Um, <laughs> so who am I? So I um, grew up here in South Florida. Um, so I pretty much grew up in Parkland and I live in Wellington now. And um you know, pretty much my whole life, I've been focused on um, empowering women and girls, um, which is, of course, what I, I do now professionally. But I've done it pretty much always, even as a, a volunteer, um, really starting in college. And um, it was something that I was really passionate about in social justice, especially for women. And I'm really lucky that I was able to take that passion and to turn it into a career. That's fantastic. It, it Was that always your dream or you have like another dream when you were like growing up like I don't know like the usual no, no I wasn't like I want to be an astronaut or you know I never had like any specific career goals when I was a kid around things like that um I just knew you know when I got to college I wanted to be able to explore different topics and really learn as much as I could about myself um and I just kind of fell into activism as something that I really loved um I minored in women's studies, and so that was a big part of it. And I knew that whatever I did when I finished school, I wanted to do something where I felt like I was having a real impact in the community. So I just, I got really lucky that I started working in the nonprofit world, which felt like the most um, aligned. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to be an activist and you want to get paid to do it, then basically working in the nonprofit <laughs> field is probably the best way to do it. So yeah, I, totally, I, just I totally like agree with that. And and I like that you have uh, dedicated your work for, uh, I mean, to us women, because we, there's definitely a still big roadblocks in the way for success. Um, everything from entrepreneurship all the way to the regular professional uh, world. 
it's uh, it's basically men dominated. I will say that in the last decade is when I have seen more women stepping out and up into mm -hmm. those uh, leadership positions because let's face it, uh, for a long time, we've been told that women are not meant to lead, which is a big lie. I mean, of course, you can, obviously. You just, exactly. Right. They just have to see our household, how we are able to manage right. and <laughs> so many things. Right. right. Uh, so tell us how, how do you were how you were able to actually make those first breakthrough in, into overcoming the barriers of gender? <laughs> well, I'll say it's an ongoing process, um, but I definitely think it helps to be tenacious and to be okay if someone tells you no, um, and you're like, okay, that's a setback, but maybe I'm not going to take no for an answer. And so you just keep trying, I think, until hopefully you get what it is that you want. So I love that <laughs> tenacity. That's, and we have, we women have a, a tons of it you guys like, yeah right because what choice do we have exactly <laughs> so. is, is that or even just like you know stay in in in, in a box and right. i don't i don't think that's how women are made especially have are currently growing right like right, she's just sure. staying within a box um we we right. are developing that um out of the box mentality, but also out into the world and, and, and to do big things. Mm -hmm. um, what have you seen women achieve in the time that you being in, in within your, your nonprofit and doing all this work? Sure. Um, so I've been with Horizon, um, you know, my current organization um, for about eight and a half years. So I've really seen, you know, quite a span of things, both, you know, personally as an advocate, but really professionally as, you know, CEO of this organization. And I, I think that we're seeing culturally, at least within the United States, um, women are, I think, getting more comfortable taking, you know, holding space and voicing um, whether it's like with the Me Too movement, you know, feeling comfortable finally being able to talk about sexual assault or whatever the issues are, I think that women are just really getting fed up. And so we're pushing back and we are okay with making people uncomfortable if that means we bring attention to issues that we really need to work on. I think that you just touched a topic that I love to talk about and that's sexual, this, the culture of sexual assault towards women. Um, Obviously, not no any type of sexual assault is not is not you know a thing that has to be you know being applauded in any way. But when it comes to us women, you know it is it is something that we have endured for centuries. Let's take it you know for centuries. Um, and if you were a victim, it was your fault. It was your right. fault that that it happened yeah. to you, right. like. Absolutely. Like, even if they fight to death, oh, it was their fault. Like, right. that's this is what you were wearing or exactly, you had too much to drink. or it's, right. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's something that we definitely need to change is a mentality that's still out there and has to be put a stop to. Yes. Um, Absolutely. No, no, no type of sexual harassment or um, assault is it should be applauded and welcome. And if if I, I think that people should be encouraged to actually speak more about that openly. I agree. 
I agree. Uh, and that's why I think the Me Too movement was so powerful because it really was um, such a global movement where women were being able to share their stories. And I, I think that other women found a lot of strength and courage uh, by seeing other women talking about it. They felt like they could talk about <clears throat> their own experience. Yeah. And I think that right now what is has um, actually it's doing uh, for women that is are, are being sexually abused and assaulted is it's that it has pointed attention or put a mm -hmm. finger towards uh, human trafficking. How mm -hmm. much how many women are being trafficked today? Uh, right. That's actually an issue that we have done a lot of work around as well as an organization, specifically, you know, sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, one of the things that we do um, is we provide funding to other organizations that align with our mission. And so we have definitely funded some some great organizations specifically around trafficking and finding ways to address that, um, whether that's um, suing traffickers mm -hmm. on behalf of the victims um, which is very powerful. So uh, trafficking is absolutely an issue. I think a, a lot of people who don't know, they think like, oh, trafficking only exists in third world countries or in the women who are being trafficked, even in the United States, even in the state of Florida, like it's it's women coming from other countries who are being trafficked here. And that's really just not that's true. Not exactly. That does happen. But I, I think that is lack of education, right? too. I think that is lack of education because, yeah, absolutely. you know, they're not being they're not telling the people that, listen, this is a, this is a problem that has no no race. It has no gender because even even males have yes, been, are absolutely. currently being sexually trafficked. So yes. it's a problem that affects everybody, especially absolutely. young kids, like teenagers. Yes. It's very um, upsetting. Yeah, yes. it is upsetting. Children being trafficked, it, it's horrible. And, you know, and with the prevalence of social media, um, you know, the strategy on behalf of traffickers has certainly, um, you know, been up to date where now they use things like Facebook to target, you know, mm -hmm. especially young kids for trafficking. And if they see kids who are unhappy at home or posting about fighting with their parents, they identify you know, who these vulnerable kids are, and those are the ones that they go for. And it, yeah. it, it's really terrible. Yes. And I think that we definitely need more awareness out there and teach parents on how to, you know, keep an eye on their kids and try to avoid this kind of problem. Um, and and the, the also, I think that my main concern or complaint with the whole thing is that this is an underground economy. That has been, um, I think, that has been um, supported and ignored, uh, right, mm -hmm. by even the government. Because, I mean, we're talking about many governments have the power to actually stop this from happening. Why, why this underground economy keeps growing, you know, tremendously on, on daily basis? Right. Why? why they they're not i mean especially with like you said social media all these accounts that traffickers have in order to lure kids right. in right they could be using that as a um they absolutely are as, as a tool to say okay we we're going to take this person out why, why what are they doing um i know it, it's it's pretty terrible but you're right because it, it is profitable unfortunately mm -hmm. You know, yeah. uh, children and people in general will always be exploited 
if that's profitable for someone else. And in Florida, unfortunately, we do see a lot of trafficking, not just sex trafficking, but also labor trafficking. Yeah. Um, because, you know, people are trying to get into the country and um, they will take their passports and their money. And so they have no way of, um, yeah. of any kind of recourse. And because they're not here legally, they're obviously afraid to go to the authorities. And so it, it just creates like a, like a perfect situation for someone who wants to exploit somebody for, you know, sexual services or for labor. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and that has been an issue that it has actually increased in the last, I will say in the last 10 years. Uh, and still people is not talking about that enough to actually provide the tools to those victims as well um, right. and, and be able to, you know, find a way out of their circumstances. And I, I think that the job that you're doing is so, um, so needed, so important. Yeah. Um, now talk to us about your organization. I think it's mm -hmm. called Horizon, right? That's correct. Yes. Tell us a little bit the story about uh, Horizon, how, how it came to be, what it is today. Sure. Sure. I love talking about Horizon. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, so we're actually celebrating our 20th anniversary this year, um, which we are just amazed and so excited by. Um, so in, in the beginning, we were really like a giving circle um, that was founded at uh, Jewish Federation. And over time, our work expanded. And uh, in 2014, we uh, became a separate 501c3, so our own nonprofit. Um, we were then called the Jewish Women's Foundation of the Greater Palm Beaches, and we rebranded uh, this past year um, because it was really time with our anniversary, we felt to have a name that better reflected the work that we do because we really are focused on creating long-term change for all women and girls. So it doesn't make a difference if it's inside or outside the Jewish community. We really want all women and girls to be healthy and successful. I, I love that. We need more women in leadership because we all, we're also born to be leaders. Um, Absolutely. So, so you said when is the anniversary? Is in March, right? So we are celebrating our anniversary um, on March 8th, which is also International Women's Day. Um, so I know, I know the timing worked out so well this year. Uh, so we um, will have our luncheon um, at the Kravis Center in West Palm Beach. And we're really focusing on um, the success that the organization has had, but also a historical look at where we've come over the last 20 years, particularly around you know, issues, uh, issues impacting women and girls. Mm -hmm. And then looking ahead at the next 20 years at where we need to be um, directing our energy. So we have a few awards that we give out to important people in the community that we feel are really making a difference. Um, and we're excited to have a panel discussion this year that is moderated by Holly Davis from WPTV. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to be sharing with you guys on the screen. We have the link right here is joinhorizon.org. Um, so please stop by and check the events and make sure that you are a spoopy um, and support the organization or doing an amazing job into um, getting women and young women, um, you know, yes. a better 
a better way to overcome these barriers of gender in our community. And I think in everything. Um, yes, absolutely. I, especially, and I'm going to go in something that's really upsetting for me is, sure. is that there, there are differences even in how women are getting paid. Oh, but, sure. Yes. I mean, we, we still see a lack of pay equity. Um, even when you're talking about women with, you know, similar experience and uh, education and all of that, there there still is um, definitely a disparity. And for women of color, it's much worse than it is for white women. Yeah. Um, usually when you see statistics around the pay gap, which is like, let's say about 80 cents to the dollar, that is actually referring to white women. For women of color, it's, it's much, much worse than that. So yeah. it's still an issue that we are trying to address. Yes. I, I think that there is a, um, although, unfortunately, you know, you just pointed out something that is true. I mean, unfortunately, the, uh, white women have more advantage over um, other women of color, of ethnicities. Uh, but I will say that even... Even white women also like share that. Um, I'm gonna say this because I was watching a video the other day about mm -hmm. how in Hollywood women are not even getting paid, and we're yes. talking about all yes. type of women. Um, I have seen it in my line of work as well. I have seen it in so many other areas. In in, I think that in overall, you know, the abilities of women to to mm -hmm. do so i mean to think in the way that we think i think our, our brains is also wired differently um we are able to see pers the perspectives of things in such a different light uh and i think it's because of you know we're mothers we're sisters we we are aunts we we mm -hmm. have we feel different than men feel um i think i mean i definitely something. think that our experiences yeah. are different than they are format yeah. um <laughs> which i you know i want to be careful how i phrase that because i of course recognize you know there are people who identify as non-binary and trans but i will say that generally speaking the experience for women is just different than it is for men that's just yeah. the reality of things um expectations are different you know based on gender which you know is also equally terrible for men i think mm -hmm. as it is for women and that is something that that we care about within the organization um, because we want everyone to be healthy, safe, successful, and for uh, for gender not to be a barrier to any of those things. And that includes, you know, for boys and men too who are expected to be tough all the time or not to have any. I totally agree with that. I mean, that's that's. I mean, I'm from Puerto Rico. You know, <laughs> the machismo in Puerto Rico is something. But the problem with the machismo is that women are the one encouraging that type of behavior like men are not supposed to cry right what that they're not supposed to have feelings right. like what the heck right uh, it's very unhealthy right it's exactly unhealthy everybody and it's not natural like everyone needs people to express their feelings mm -hmm. and i think for men in particular a real problem that we see is that because men are not taught how to have a healthy relationship with their feelings mm -hmm. they don't know how to process anger in a healthy way yeah. and so sometimes unfortunately that does lead to things like Domestic, domestic violence, violence yeah or or other right like demonstrations oh, yeah. of violence and we of course don't want to see that yeah so we feel like the work that we do really is intended to benefit everybody and not just women and girls i love it i love it so much thank you uh for is, is there um 
is there any like other type? Well, I'm probably gonna answer this question myself. Um, <laughs> sure. uh, like, are there other resources available um, through your website that like, not only for women, but like men that will love or will be seeking your help? Uh, I mean, so we definitely, uh, there are a variety of resources on our website. Um, so we, of course, are not a service provider. Um, mm -hmm. But we do have a lot of relationships in the community um, because of the, the grants that we provide. Mm -hmm. um, so we can always help connect people to resources if that's something that they're looking to do. Um, but there's also on our website a list of organizations that we funded and their websites are included. So if you wanted to go and see like, who we funded and you see an issue that um, really speaks to you and you want to learn more, then you can click on their website and, and go and learn more about those organizations as well. I love it. Uh, so here I'm going to show up again and the link for the organization is joinhorizon.org. So make sure that you go there, navigate the website and reach out to the resource page. Now, before we leave today, Jessica, I want you. I mean, Jessica, I don't know what I'm calling you, Jessica. Everyone does that. I'm not Why? kidding. Why? It's Jennifer. Me, Jessica. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? What is wrong with me today? It's okay. Jennifer. <laughs> I hope I introduced you with a, with Jennifer. Did. I did? Okay. Yeah. I'm like, now thinking back, did I did it before? I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. So Jennifer, tell yeah. us what are three things that women can do, start doing today or can do to overcome the barriers of gender? Oh, it's such a big question. Um, I think first and foremost, um, it's really important to believe that you can accomplish the things that you want to believe, even when there are a lot of roadblocks. Um, I think one of the most important things that girls and women can do to really have control over their lives is to understand how to manage money. Um, there are a lot of resources out there. Um, we actually did financial literacy series that you can watch on YouTube um, that talks about different financial topics. But being in control over your own money, I think, is just one of the most important things that you can do no matter what. Because as long as you know how to manage money and can, you can rely on yourself, you're not putting in a position where you have to rely on somebody else. So I would say first and foremost, you know, learn how to budget, understand, you know, how to manage your money. Um, secondly, I say, you know, try to surround yourself with other women who have the kinds of qualities that you admire and who are willing to provide support. Um, and if you can find a mentor because mentorship, um, plays such a huge role in women being successful. Um, and then I would say on the flip side of that, um, identify women and girls in your community and in your office in wherever you are um, that you can support that you can mentor um, and that you can look out for because i think that you know sisterhood in that way is yeah. just it's so important because we understand what we're going through and if we don't support each other then we're just making it so much more difficult for all of us to be successful i totally agree you guys you heard her you're Jennifer, so those are the three things that you can start doing today to overcome the barriers of gender. Um, so Jennifer, before we go, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for thank being you for here. You guys, again, make sure that you go and 
um, search for joinhorizon.org. They're going to have the 20th year, 20th year, right? Anniversary, yeah, anniversary, anniversary yeah. in March 8th, which is the same day of uh, International Women's Day. Yeah. So uh, make sure that you go and uh, if you're in Florida, try to stop by and celebrate yeah. with them uh, and learn more about the organization, and everything that they are doing to improve women's life. And therefore, I mean, if you improve a woman's life, you're basically changing a life. Not only the life of that woman, but also their families and the community. Yes. Yes, so absolutely. it is so important that you guys um, support this cause. And uh, thank you. I, thank you for what you do daily, actually, Jennifer. I really, thank you so much for having me. You. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Anytime, you know, you're welcome here. Just let us know. Uh, now, you guys, it wasn't that amazing. Three things that you could you can start doing today: watch out, watch the um, interview on replay. Don't forget to subscribe. And until the next time, don't forget to unlock your potential and be fearless. See you on the next one. Bye.